Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, Jovan Hutton full of chairs. Thank you for joining me for Cut the Crap. What a name for a program, right? Well, today's program, we're going to talk about some crap. We're going to talk about some crap that's about woke culture and race, because remember, crap is an acronym for culture, race, and American politics. I'm going to give you a history lesson. I, I can't help it because, you know, these woke weasels that we have in our society have no true knowledge of history. But what they want to do is they want to make sure they rewrite American history. At all costs, they want our children to not know the truth about just how fantastic the United States of America is. And so that's why I was compelled to talk about what's going on in Monticello, you know, Thomas Jefferson's estate, because they're murdering Monticello, Monticello, they're murdering, they're jacking Thomas Jefferson and others. Um, In case uh, you need just a very simple refresher, uh, Thomas Jefferson, amazing man, amazing gardener, right? Many of the heirloom seeds we have in the United States today came from Thomas Jefferson and his world travels. So he is a lawyer, father, scientist, writer, uh, governor, vice president, president, philosopher, architect. But now they're making sure in history they add the little thing about slave owner. Okay? Now, uh, he was born in uh, 1743, grew up in Virginia, and you know him. You know, he inherited his land and his stuff from his father, okay? And there was a way of life at the time. Uh, He basically uh, studied, and he went on to study at the College of William and Mary, at 17, by the way. Uh, He read for uh, the law, meaning as a law jurist, Virginia jurist, for five years. Uh, And then he was elected to Virginia's house, right, Uh, of Burgesses, which is the colonial structure they had at the time. Most people know that Jefferson helped draft the Declaration of Independence. And he worked under the new constitution in 1790. Remember, pay attention to these dates. Uh, He was the first Secretary of State in 1790 under the new Constitution. He worked with George Washington. Uh, He was in opposition to Alexander Hamilton. Um, He basically became, in 1796, the political candidate uh, then. And it was a hotly contested uh, candidacy. Later, after his presidency and stuff, of course, he put together the Lewis and Clark Expedition etc. Then he retired to Monticello uh, for the last 17 years of his life, staying there at this estate and uh, welcoming people to this estate to, to you know, educate them about uh, what was going on and to educate them in law and politics. And he was just an avid, avid gardener, Thomas Jefferson. You basically uh, know who he is. Another one I want to talk about is James Madison, because this is relevant. And James Madison, uh, most people call him the, he's not only a founding father, but the father of the Constitution, right? You've heard of James Madison. Uh, He composed the first draft of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That's kind of what gave him the moniker, right, 
of the father of the Constitution, because Madison and Thomas Jefferson, they were the founder of basically what the Republican Party, which which is now the Republican Party, but what at the time was called the Democrat-Republican Party. And it was what was called America's first political opposition party. Okay, Uh, Jefferson, when he became the third president of the U.S., Madison served as his secretary of state. He's the one that oversaw the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, He's the one that uh, commanded and led into the War of 1812, etc. We're talking about two people that literally helped form the United States. Now, why this is important is our Bill of Rights and our Constitution is a model that all countries aspire to. And the ones that don't have good constitutions and Bill of Rights are the ones that are controlled by tyrants. I personally say that our Declaration of Independence is just as sacred as the Ten Commandments. Here's how I mean that. Is the Ten Commandments are perfect. Our Declaration of Independence is a perfect document. It's exceptionally well-drafted, exceptionally well-drafted, and followed all around the world. Most people realize or want to follow that model going forward. Now, I want to tell you about a modern-day person. His name is David Rubenstein. He is in D.C., You've probably heard of the company, the Carlyle Group. It's one of the world's largest uh, and most successful private investment firms. They manage about $325 billion in assets. They have offices in 26 cities around the world. Now, I'm going to just redo his credentials outside of being a billionaire because this is very important. Uh, He's the chairman of the board of the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts and the Council of Foreign Relations, and the National Gallery of Art, and the Economic Club of Washington, and the University of Chicago. He's a fellow of the Harvard Corporation, a trustee of the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, John Hopkins Medicine, the Institute for Advanced Study, the National Constitution Center, the Brookings Institute, the World Economic Forum, and director of the Lincoln Center for Performing Arts in the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. He's also a member of the American Philosophical Society, Business Council, Harvard Global Advisory Council, Madison Council of the Library of Congress. He's the chairman of the board, by the way. Board of the Dean's Advisor to the Business School at Harvard, Advisory Board of School of Economics and Management, uh, uh, Chisinga University, he invests in China, and the board of the World Economic Forum Global Shapers Community. Global Shapers Community. He's also the chairman of the board of Duke University, Smithsonian Institution, and co-chairman of the Brookings Institute. And he helped create this thing called the Giving Pledge. The giving pledge is rich people giving away their money, uh, and he won uh, a recipient of what's called the Carnegie Medal of Philanthropy and the MoMA's, meaning the Modern Museum of Art, David Rockefeller Award. So this guy is a pretty high-end fellow passing around the money and saving for history places like Thomas Jefferson's Monticello. He uh, had things refurbished, brought it back up to the grounds. I don't know if many of you have ever visited it, but it's an incredible place at uh, both these places, whether it be Jefferson's estate uh, or any of the other ones. These things have to be preserved for history. However, there's a big controversy going on because right now the woke weasels of the world, that's the WWW, They are literally working to rewrite American history. And of course, they're going to focus on slavery. So my program today is going to focus on slavery. But I'm going to give you some information that you might not know so we can fight this wokeism. Hang tight. I'll be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. 
Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? Think about it. If you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters, people cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. I'm talking about in this program what I call murdering Monticello or jacking Jefferson because history is being hijacked right before our eyes. Now, I'm even a, a victim of this. When the left wants to erase your history, they do it. I'll give you an example. If you ever looked at my Wikipedia profile, they completely stay away from everything that makes me one of the top inventors, not only of the world, but historically. And they'll only use the woke crap to try to uh, discredit me. They'll, they won't cover my publishing of history books, anything like that. Uh, they even go as far as for my television appearances for the History Channel and stuff. They systematically kind of scrub my name from that stuff like I, I don't exist. It's just kind of the way it works. Because they sure can't have well-known conservatives that have accomplishments. Now, they're doing this all throughout history through all kinds of people. One of them is Thomas Jefferson. Now, I told you just before the break, I, I'm a rare seed collector and planter. Uh, by the way, none of my uh, anaconda beans made it. I lost them all. Bummer. But anyway, uh, when you go to Monticello, you can go to their uh, seed shop. They have vegetable and herb seeds and annual flowers and perennial flowers and biennial flowers and everything else you can imagine. That's what they're known for. Thomas Jefferson... Uh, is why you have a lot of the nice vegetable crops you have now when you want to 
uh, plant something rare. It's that man that collected them. Um, in fact, you can order them from Monticello if you want, but things like, you probably never heard of marrow fat pea seeds, uh, Prussian blue pea seeds, balsam apple seeds, Silesia lettuce, wild, wild strawberry seeds, common flax seeds, all this stuff. He's known for that, a collection of stuff that, uh, and by the way, you can actually, uh, get little packages and stuff there and plant your own garden and replant uh, Thomas Jefferson's garden. The reason we have kale, believe it or not, in the United States of America, if you love kale, is because it was a favorite of Thomas Jefferson. They did called it a mystery thing at that time. He got exposed to it, thought it was incredible, brought the Russian kind, uh, the Buddha kind, the Delaware scotch, etc., sea kale. People didn't know what to do it until uh, it was Thomas Jefferson. It was basically a mystery plant. Now, these are the things that these high net worth donors that happen to be liberals do not want you to know. Because when they get an opportunity to modify history to their liking, they take the opportunity to do it because if they can rewrite history, they can control your mind. Now, this is part of why they stopped teaching history in our schools. This is an operation to make our children be ashamed of our founding fathers. This is uh, literally how they're destroying the America from the inside out. So I'll give you an example. If you were to go to some of these famous homes across the country, we just were talking about Monticello, you can go there and you can do a tour. It's been around forever. And it is basically a museum of the home of Americans' founding fathers. It's something you should have a national sense of pride in. But instead of uh, talking about Jefferson and what he's accomplished, they have redone Thomas Jefferson's Monticello estate. They're not covering his background. They're not covering his true uh, reputation they are now talking about him as a slave owner. Much of the history I just told you about is no longer at all, no longer even spoke on the tour at his own estate turned into a museum. This makes me sick. It makes me angry. The very man who advocated for emancipation and separation of church and state you now literally go to this majestic place and you get demoralized because they literally want to talk about slavery and the tour guides talk about Jefferson. You know, his reputation is really overblown. This I find highly, highly upsetting. And it's all because money's coming in from these woke people. In fact, I told you about this one fellow. He paid to overhaul a James Madison's house. You know, I told you, the author of the Constitution. Even at these places, imagine this. Montpelier, which is Madison's estate, no American flags are allowed to be flown. Think about that just for a moment. No American flags are allowed to be flown. The, the, America's foremost political philosopher uh, created our three branches of government, wrote the Bill of Rights, the Federalist Paper, served as two terms of the president, and they cannot even fly the American flag. You don't go there and try to learn about the Constitution anymore. Everything is about slavery that he was a slave owner or comes from slave owners. They have rewritten our founding fathers as something disgusting, something to be ashamed of. And now you understand while they're, why they are teaching critical race theory in our schools. They are working to erase American history from the top down. It happens in every category. There is a huge play 
as part of the color revolution, which is going on in our country, because we are in a third world war, folks, right now. Third war war. It's just a digital war. It's completely different. You're all engaged in it. You all should be a warrior in it, and you have to fight it. And the ironic part of it, just like William says on Facebook, we're all slaves, and that's absolutely true. Right now, we're slaves to information control and their revisionist history. That's exactly what they're doing. And that's why I decided to do this program. You know, thousands and thousands of you watching right now. Uh, I think I'm probably going to be able to share with you things you probably never knew historically that may help you understand why they're getting rid of textbooks in schools, why schools are now political organizations instead of learning organizations that they learn from this unholy trinity from, you know, government, media, and academia, and to destroy this nation, they have to destroy it from the inside. They have to rot it from the inside. And that's exactly what they're doing. So if information is key, and now you understand why they were getting rid of cursive writing. You know why they're getting rid of cursive writing? It's because if you can't write cursive, you also can't read cursive. And that's all of our founding documents are in cursive. It's all part of a plan. I'm going to expose and give you some draw droppers. Be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? 
Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Politicians and educators, unfortunately, because it's all become political prostitution, have a vested interest in you not knowing history. They will tell you and sell you that all of the American founding fathers, the First Continental Congress and everything like that, were slave owners. Now, granted, there were people at that time that did, in fact, have slaves uh, that they inherited. That's key. You need to remember that, that they inherited. They want you to believe that America was the source of the slave trade globally. Uh, They're erasing from Wikipedia that there were more Irish slaves brought into the United States of America, sent here from England to get rid of them, than there were ever black slaves in the United States of America. In fact, most of the black slave trade happened down in Cuba, Latin America, stuff like that. But they don't want you to believe that. They don't even want you to know about the freed blacks in our history. So I want to kind of take you on a stroll down both modern memory lane and historic memory lane. I want to give you an example. One of the ones that was the slave owners back in that time that was written about uh, and, uh, for, you know, from the fact, the Baltimore store, uh, Sun wrote this. And in the 1850s, there was a fellow by the name of George Washington Overall. Have you ever heard of George Washington Overall? Not George Washington's overalls, but George Washington Overall. Right? He had, on record, in 1850, just prior to the Civil War, he had multiple slaves. In fact, they're recorded in the 18. 18- uh, 50 census, along with uh, uh, a, a lady by the name of Mary Duvall. She, too, owned slaves. Now, they don't teach uh, in those, you don't hear about those people, and it's only because uh, those are uh, Barack Obama's family. Now, they don't want to teach you that. They don't, they don't want you to hear that because that's just uh, not uh, what they do. But there's going to be slavery in most people's past somewhere, right? And slavery has literally been around since the pre-race, uh, pre-civilization, back when we were hunter-gatherers. It was actually written into the Mesopotamia Code back in 3500 BC. They don't want you to understand this because they want you to make it only about skin color and there were no white there were no white harvesters of slaves. It was black tribes just like American Indians enslaving other tribes and selling them off, keeping the women and selling the men. It has happened forever and ever and ever, but about the 1600s 
um, merchants, European merchants, uh, basically initiated what is called the slave trade. You need to understand that. Now, I just talked about early slave. You need to understand right now that India has 7.9 million slaves. China has 3.8 million slaves. North Korea has 2.6 million slaves. Nigeria has 1.3 million slaves. Iran has 1.2 million slaves. Indonesia has 1.2 million slaves. The Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo, has a million slaves. Russia has about 790,000 slaves. The Philippines has about 780,000, and Afghanistan has about 750,000 slaves. Today, on the books, living right now, enslaved, true slavery, right now at this moment we talk about. This would be uh, like a, a woman rallying against rape, as they should, but turning their heads because it was their favorite Democratic lawmaker. We just won't talk about that. Oh, you see that stuff. You know, we're talking about several hundred thousand slaves that came to the United States of America, but went primarily south. Not in the United States. We're talking Latin America, sugarcane countries, etc. So first thing you have to do is you have to understand the true nature of slavery because it's going on right now larger than it ever was during the Civil War. And when you look at the people that really started creating a business out of slaves, not just getting rid of warriors from another tribe, it was the Muslims, and the Muslims still do it today. But we can't talk about that. We cannot talk about that. That's not allowed. But it still continues all around the globe and it has been around since the BCs. Now, an interesting thing people don't know in this process, mainly because our country doesn't teach it, it doesn't teach you the time window that have to really do with this. See, everything, just like in computing, has a very interesting date, time, stamp. When did it happen? What was going on then? And therefore, they're trying to teach our children and grandchildren to believe that Americans was the great slave empire. And it is a total myth designed to destroy the sovereign nature of the United States of America. They will not talk about Native Americans enslaving each other. But they do this because the intent of the dialogue has nothing to do with history, has only to do with shame and destroying, and basically they're enslaving our young children's minds, and they're particularly enslaving young black minds, I don't, I hate using the term African-American because it's BS, but young black minds, and they're enslaving them into this school of thought that America's bad. Now, I want to point something out. Have you ever looked at some of these hip-hop artists, rappers, I guess I should say, etc.? Have you ever looked at when they began to when they come out of the system? See, I think there's proof of modern slavery right there. I'll give you an example. We're on slave to credit card debt. That's all slavery. The taxes we pay, it's all slavery, indentured servitude. And if you think you own your home, you're wrong. You can not have a note on it, but don't pay your taxes. And they'll take it and screw you. But it's interesting. If you were to look at some of these thug artists that we have, go back and look when they started. There's a few interesting things you'll notice. Number one, there are no tattoos all over them. There are no silver or gold teeth or diamond in their teeth. They're just somebody who wants to make music. And when they get into the industry, they are told they need to go through that transformation to be taken seriously. And so they'll forehead them up with tattoos, neck head them up with tattoos, change their teeth, 
make them speak thuggish, eubonics. Remember that crap, eubonics? And they do that because these people in the music industry are the modern slave masters. They use that music and the content of that music, which they support. You don't have enough hose in it. You don't have enough cop killing in it. We need more. Because that's the message they want in the brains of our young, malleable minds. I believe that rap and the thug culture is one of the most insidious things in our nation. But that's why they reach out and pluck them and make millions off of them, but they cultivate them into that image they need. And why do they need that image? Because part of that image is to enslave young black Americans into adopting that image so they can perpetuate stereotypes. Now, this is the party that says, you can't look at a person's color of a skin and say they're bad. You sell it. And of course, right now with critical race theory, uh, they sell you that, hey, that person with lighter skin is a racist, absolute racist. So I am not a racist because uh, I'm a liberal. So I'm not a racist, but I'm going to teach you this to look at their skin and say they're racist. So you don't become racist as I teach you how to be a racist. That's how upside down this is. But here's what you don't know and that they refuse to teach you in schools. The Civil War was not over slavery. The Civil War was all about commerce. At that time in our economy, everything was coming into the Louisianas and Georgias and coast. That was it, bringing it in. That's where all our shipping was. But we had a structure in Washington, D.C. that became our government. And we were an agrarian society. It was all about farming. It was all about raising crops. Of course, Cotton controlled the fabric trade. The textile trade was phenomenal. Uh, we were the world leader in silks at that time, etc. And there was a move to destroy business, kind of like putting a pandemic on it, that would force everything to change the seat of power from the South, who had all the power, all the money, all the investors, right? And all the banking. So when the government at that time says, we need more government and the government can do it better, they had to figure a way to change that power, which was primarily cotton and sugar, by the way. And they accomplished it by a war that divided our great nation. Now, when you're going to sell a war, you can't say, we're going to go take over the economy and the money and make everybody depend on us. We're not going to share the wealth with you. We just want more control. Well, see, you can't sell that. But you can sell it was about slavery. Now, we all know that the Civil War, you know, basically ended in what, 1865? You're right. Civil War. It's all about slavery, all about ending slavery in 1865. And we set the save slaves free. We did it. We set the slaves free and ended slavery in the United States of America. That's what you're now taught. It was all about slavery. The only problem with 1865 is they're forgetting a very important date, which was July 31st, 1789. What happened on July 31st? 1789? What happened in succession? Boom, 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 right after that? I guarantee you most people have never heard this history, and it's this history that are going to be my closing comments and arm you to tell all these rat bastards to cut the crap. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag 
Jovan Hutton, Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives is four dollars and 16 cents even worth being able to prove to your family friends and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist is four dollars and 16 cents worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth so help us god and not get banned if you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. We're talking about murdering Monticello, jacking Jackson, and how the woke weasels of the world are trying to redo our history. Trying to change everything and sell that the United States of America is bad. Now, I was just talking about some things, and I gave you a date in the 1700s. I kind of led in with the fact, you know, the Civil War, its approved dates are like April 1861 to April 1865. And they're telling you that it was over slavery, when in fact it was actually over cotton and sugar and changing the balance of power in the United States of America from the South, which had the money, had the power, had the wealth, had the banks, did the loans and everything else, and the North was deeply, deeply, deeply in debt to the South. Of course, they don't talk about that. And even when it comes to cotton, most people don't even know the history of cotton, but the cotton literally has been around for eons. It was uh, first uh, cultivated in the Indus Valley in 6000 BC. Now, why don't they teach you 
the history of cotton, if it's so important to Americas. Because if you understand that cotton comes from the Indus Valley from 6000 BC, and it was, which is basically India and Pakistan, the Indu Delta is what it's called. And you understand that nobody can explain how cotton got to the United States of America or the Romans were cotton importers and the Arabs were cotton importers. But it was already here long before Columbus, oops, sailed to America and settled the world. See, one of those inconvenient histories is the fact cotton proves there were ancient mariners traveling the globe, but I digress. See, what I want to talk to you about right now is not April 1861 to April 1865 in the Civil War. I want to talk to you about the Slave Trade Act of 1794. What? 70 years before the Civil War? Yeah, I want to talk to you about 1794 when President George Washington, on March 27th, 1794, prohibited ships engaging in slave trade to or from the United States. Now, they don't want to teach you that because in 1794, the founding father of this nation had already signed into law the Slave Trade Act of 1794. And by the way, it was just the first of many anti-slave trade acts. Period. They would not let slaves land on foreign soil. They would not let ships transporting slaves land on American soil. They would not allow slaves to be retrofitted so it could import slaves. In fact, this was a huge crime. But see, they don't want to talk about how they decided to enforce it, which affects you every day of your life. You just don't know it. Most of the time you don't see it because now it's tied to airline flights and postal service. But that's why we have the United States Custom Service. You see, in July uh, 31st in 1789, the United States enacted the United States Custom Service. Why did they do that? It was designed to enforce the laws against slave trading. You mean U.S. Customs was uh, stopping slave trading in 1789? You bet your bippy. And they were eradicating it as fast as they can. Had a name, a name back then. You can look it up. Look up the records relating to the suppression of African slave trade and Negro colonization. Oh, what was going on? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Since a lot of the slave trade was coming from what you now know as modern day Libya, what was the United States of America doing at that time? When these ships were intercepted with slaves, history doesn't talk about, they were literally giving them land and colonization for free Africans. And in 1861, the Interior Department assume responsibility for the administering of anti-slave trade laws and for the purposes of getting set up and giving them land recaptured or free Africans in the Libya or other countries where it was going on. Why don't they teach this? Well, the reason they don't teach this is because it doesn't go with the narrative. The reason they teach this is because they don't want you to understand slave trading was a black-on-black crime at the time and a Muslim on black crime at the time. And they don't want you to understand that George Washington was already eradicating it. This is why they don't teach that part of history, 
we still have departments in our own government doing business, checking everything that comes in all around our ports in operation today that are stemming from shutting down slavery 70 years, what it would be, 75 plus years, 90, 75 plus years from when you're told that that's what this was about. No, it was the freaking fake media of the day, political excuse to transfer and confiscate power in the United States of America to industry and big boys in New York that thought they should be able to control it and said to hell with people owning this land and doing this stuff. We're just going to go in and seize it and take it over. And that's what they did. And it's been sold to you that that's the American Civil War. This is why history matters, and if you don't know history, we're doomed to repeat it, and why you have to tell all of these rat bastards to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned. If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country Our future and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks. Or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.